0: What's up, my friends? You're listening to a new podcast episode of Will's Take on Sports. I'm the host, Will Walker. Thank you so much for taking the time to download and listen to today's podcast. Podcast 413. Thank you, Mr. Robinson. That should be very simple for those of you who are sports fans and who have been following my show. Thank you, BS3 Radio, for distributing my podcast across the different platforms that podcasts can be heard on. Follow BS3 Radio on social media, Twitter, and Instagram at BS3 Radio, and also go to their Facebook page and click the like button. Get those instant updates about the various shows that are on the BS3 Radio platform. Follow me also on Twitter and Instagram at W T O S Podcast on Twitter and Instagram at WWS underscore sports show and please go to my WTOS podcast Facebook page and click like button and you'll get instant updates about my different various, my different shows that I have, Wt uh, Will and Friends, the Clean Sheet podcast soccer only podcast and of course, Will's take on sports celebrating 100 years of the Negro Leagues today's Negro League legend, it was in the title, Jackie Robinson. His birthday is getting ready to come up, so I said, might as well go ahead and pay uh, tribute to the great Mr. Jackie Robinson and all the things that he's done. He broke uh, broke that color barrier in Major League Baseball. He had to succumb to two years of just absolute abuse from those who opposed him integrating baseball. He is a National League MVP in 1949. He won the NL Rookie uh, the Year Award in 1947 when he crossed the color line, and also he is a World Series champion in 1955, inducted into the into the Hall of Fame in 1962, our first ballot Hall of Famer. So today's Negro League legend, the one, the only, the man who really started a lot of things for so the people whose skin tone is close to mine, Jackie Robinson. You know that is coming up for him as all major league players are aware of the number 42. HBCU legend who made an impact in the pro ranks, going to give this nod to Tennessee State University. They hired the Heisman Trophy winner, Mr. Eddie George, to be their head coach. But I'm going to talk about an alum that made a huge impact in the National Football League, Mr. Richard Dent. Two-time Super Bowl champion. Man has over 130-plus sacks in his NFL career. Not a first-ballot Hall of Famer, which I don't quite understand why he didn't get first ballot with that many sacks. But anyway, he is in the Hall of Fame uh, as of 2011. So today's HBCU legend who made an impact in pro sports, Mr. Richard Dent. Part of one of the greatest uh, defenses uh, of all time. That 85 Bears team, um, that 46 defense, uh, that was just one heck of a defensive team that I can remember in my lifetime watching. All right, before I get into games and individual performances, the Minnesota professionals teams decided on Monday they would not play due to safety concerns uh, going on in um, the Minneapolis area uh, because of another uh, unarmed quote unquote black man um, being shot by police this is no this this is disturbing yes shocking no this keeps happening because policing is working the way it's intended to work in regards to people of color or people in poverty areas is politicians and police uh don't shock me i'm not um shocked by anything they do that's why what happens in regards that's why what's happening in regards to uh the political mess with um the two governors that i can think of right now that come to mind in florida and georgia and their silliness that they're doing it, it doesn't shock me because that's what i expect it's the same thing with policing i don't expect anything different i expect them to do what they do because they don't value the life and I'm talking about police officers of black lives. We are a threat to them. Their uh, traffic stop is not handled the same way um, for people of color or minorities compared to the majority whose skin tone is a lot lighter and can, and they are a part of the majority of Americans. So I'm not shocked by policing being disproportionately uh, against the um, People who look like me. It's that simple. So whether there'll be change, police reform, as long as they got immunity. Um, and also there was a Supreme Court ruling saying they, you know, I'm talking about the situation that happened in Virginia where they have the right to just order you out the car and get you out the car. That's a Supreme Court ruling from the 70s. So now I don't expect policing to change towards people of color at all all right on the games and individual performances that got my attention of course mr stephen curry 53 points the all he's now the all-time leading scorer uh for the golden state warriors 53 points last night he only needed 19 going to that game he had 21 by the first quarter and then he just stayed hot a major disappointment that came out of that game was the um injury to jamal murray um good vibes and prayers you know go out to Mr. Murray hope that it's not a season ending injury but it did not look good and if he is down the Denver Nuggets have no chance uh in the upcoming western Conf- in the upcoming western conference playoffs um you don't never want to see a team um not be able to uh, lose a, a key top player uh this close to we get that we're getting to the playoffs but Injuries are a part of the game, and unfortunately, Denver's uh, point guard, Mr. Jamal Murray, uh, suffered a major injury last night. But anyway, the Golden State Warriors um, got got the win last night behind Stephen Curry's 53 points. I want to talk, and right now, they're still in the playoff, play-in spot as the NBA is going back to what they did in the bubble. The seven through ten spots will, do, will have a play-in tournament uh, to make it to the playoffs. Luka Doncic said last night, "He think it's useless." I'm gonna have to agree with Luka. But Luka, welcome to America, son, because in this country, it's not about excellence; it's about how many, how, how much TV revenue they can draw, and that's basically what it comes down to. You and it gets it, it keeps fans engaged. Or those teams through uh, that are in the seven through ten spot in both conferences. So, TV revenue wins. When it comes to American sports, that's why all of the leagues, not just the NBA are adding as many playoff teams as possible. So you can, you know, uh, be mediocre and still make the playoffs. As long as it keeps that fan base engaged and add more playoff games. Again, more TV revenue. That's what it's about here, Luca. So get over it. I think that seven through 10 play in game, um, is here to stay. It's not going anywhere. All right, the situation they had between Kyrie Irving and Dennis Schroeder on Saturday night, I touched on this with um, my friends on Sunday during the live stream on Facebook. I didn't really know much about it because I didn't watch the game. I only saw highlight clips. And then I learned of what got under Kyrie Irving's skin. Apparently, Mr. Dennis Schroeder decided to use a... Racial slur towards Kyrie Irving. Now, there's always been a huge debate in the black community about who could use that word and who can't. Some um, deem it a term of endearment when it's said between two people that look like me. Now, as a person who has used that word in the past and who is trying to eradicate it out of my vocabulary, um, I get what Kyrie's coming from now. Like Kyrie Irving, I become more educated on the um, how vile that word is and the real dis, uh, disdain that word should have in my community, not a term of endearment. So I understand where Kyrie is coming from. Now, would it have made me want to confront someone to the point to where I want to get in their face because they said it? No, but I would just I would say I would tell them, please don't call me that. Don't don't refer to me in that way and plus if you sound like this my team out there you know by themselves, so and uh i mean i didn't really if you sound like that and you come from france or germany nah bruh you don't get no pass to say that word Mm-mm. i don't care how close your skin tone is to mine you don't get no pass to say that word you know and that goes for everybody but I'm kind of with Kyrie on this. Nah, don't call me that. You don't know me like that. So, the fact that there are all saying that Dennis Schroeder, he feels like you know he should he he he's had his turn his 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 share of uh probably racial inequality where he grew up, you know. Then he comes here and he's surrounded by a predominantly African American uh association NBA that he hears that word a lot. He probably felt like, Well, hey, I'm one of y'all. No, you're not one of us. I'm sorry. Skin tone could be close to mine, but no. Nah, sorry. That don't that still does not give you a pass or anyone for that matter a pass um to say that word. So back to the game. It's this simple. I don't care what happened Saturday night. To be quite honest with you as far as the final result. The Lakers got hot. Um i have gone back and watched um, some of that game, not majority of it. Um, thank you YouTube for allowing me to skip through the parts I really didn't care about. But anyway, uh, <laughs> um, I don't. It, it, there was nothing in that game that tell, that tells me that if these teams uh, meet in the NBA Finals, which I and a lot of other people think is the, is a great possibility to happen, that that's gonna that gives me any thought of what the outcome will be because of what happened Saturday night. Lakers are without their two big guns. Um, yes, Kevin Durant did play, but he's obviously not back up to you know being KD all the way, just glimpses that you see in the course of the game. And plus, Kyrie got kicked out. And no James Harden. So the Stars were not playing. And really, it was just the Lakers got hot at the end. But again, that final result of that game told me nothing. Um, in regards to what's, uh, in, in the outcome of that game, told me anything to look forward to uh, in an NBA Finals matchup between these two teams. All right, to my team that I root for, my Miami Heat, were able to go to Portland and win. Jimmy Butler had a funny post game. I would advise you to go to YouTube and look up Jimmy Butler's postgame comments that he said after that Portland win. I was really shocked by that result because um, C.J. McCollum, when they when they did play the heat a couple of weeks ago he went off in the first half against the Miami Heat but the Miami Heat's defense uh at Portland was phenomenal they held Dame I think the 10 or 12 points they really played well uh defensively and that's without Victor Oladipo who um appeared to suffer um mm, I, I, it looked to me like it was a ligament tear in his knee but it it's a possible strain. They're still evaluating him. He did he's not going to be on this four-game Western um West Coast trip with the Miami Heat, but there's a possibility that he can come back and contribute for the playoffs. The Heat need that cat. For real. They they really need that cat. I'm just trying to told you because what I saw in that game against the Lakers said he was getting more comfortable and acclimated in the Miami Heat system, and he gives the Miami Heat another guy who can get his own shot besides Jimmy Butler and Goran Dragic? So he is going to be really key. And all of that works around Bam Adebayo. Um, need him to get more than three rebounds that he did against Portland. But anyway, um, uh, Oladipo is very key um, for my Miami Heat to make a run. Joel B last evening against the Mavericks, just a man, a man amongst boys. That was just – that was ridiculous how – Easy, he made it look in that matchup with the Dallas Mavericks last night. But Joel Embiid is on an MVP pace. Um, I think it's his to win right about now, given the fact that James Harden hasn't played enough games, and now that he's hurt, LeBron hasn't played enough games. He's also injured. Um, I think Jokic may have had an, arg- an argument, and if he can re- he's going to really have to step it up and, and – and, um, show that he is MVP caliber without Jamal Murray. But after last night, from what I saw between the Sixers and the Mavericks, I got to say that um Joel Embiid should be right now at the top of that ladder in regards to uh who's the favorite to win the MVP, although he has missed time. But when he has played, the 76ers have looked awesome. Ben Simmons is still baffling to me. I, I still don't quite get this dude – um just refuse to take jump shots. And he and why not just go to the basket? Why not post up sometime? Why is it why is Tobias Harris getting more post ups than Ben Simmons? I, I still don't get it. Ultra talented dude, but I know he plays great perimeter defense for a guy that's sixteen and able to hang with the with the smaller guards and everything like that. But Ben Simmons, he could easily be what Giannis is doing in Milwaukee. Or he's definitely a facilitator, um, and a great passer. But I think he can do so much more on a, on, on the offense end. He should pattern his game after Magic. You know, Magic wasn't a great jump shooter when he walked into the league either. Not saying that he's Magic Johnson, because Magic Johnson was the ultimate team player that I saw in my time of watching the National Basketball Association. But that's who Ben Simmons. He could be like he's a big guard, and he should be able to just control a game. Especially if he gets down in that box. Same problem I got with Giannis. Just get in that box. You are bigger than the guy that's guarding you in, in, in most instances. So just get in the box. Now, I know they want to play through Joel and B, but you know, let, let Ben get get a little bit. And when they don't go to Joel and B, it seems like Tobias Harris is getting down there on the box. So I mean, kudos. The 76ers are right now, uh one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference, if not number one seeding right now. I think they're either one and two. So the Sixers are gonna be tough. And the The Eastern Conference playoffs is not going to be that cakewalk that a lot of people think because again, the Miami gets Oladipo back and the way the Hawks are playing, it's going to be tough. In the way the Celtics are coming on, so right now, yeah, three teams at the top of that Eastern Conference standings are balling. They they look good, but there are three teams underneath them: the Hawks, the Heat, and the Celtics are going to be problems. Uh, they're going to be. It's going to be interesting to see the matchups that come. Uh, on the final regular uh, on the final day of the regular season well that's pretty much uh, Will's take on sports that's all Will has uh, right now I want to thank you guys so much for taking the time the opportunity to download and listen to my podcast I really appreciate it Um, again please follow my podcast on, on the WTOS podcast on social media Instagram and Twitter and Facebook I close the podcast the same way every single time. Say a prayer for somebody because prayer changes things. I holler you say,